up everybody welcome back to switch talk i'm incredibly excited because i'm on vacation in fact we're all on vacation Woo! Um, yeah. this is the perfectly pocket-sized podcast where we uh talk about the latest and greatest nintendo switch games this hybrid console that has stolen our hearts and minds uh, we want to keep it to 30 minutes or less so we can be part of your schedule we know you're super busy it's the holidays you have so much going on but we really appreciate everyone who listens everyone who subscribes to us on uh itunes and and youtube and all the tubes and everywhere um so please look us up and uh tell a friend okay now today is a very special day because it's i guess it's our holiday episode because it's the last episode we're gonna do uh before the end of the year so happy holidays everybody and we have a very special guest so i wanted to um welcome her and give her a chance to plug everything that she does and let you know where you can find her uh janet is joining us today so janet take it away please welcome yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Uh, it's really exciting to finally uh, be on this podcast. I've checked it out a lot. Um, I love just kind of the little snippets and windows into the games you guys have covered, so I'm excited to be here. Uh, a bit about myself, I've been writing about video games for about two years now. I've written for a couple places. I started with mobile games, then I moved to uh, AAA and indie stuff, so I've done uh, video game reviews, think pieces, uh, right now, I'm mainly working on doing more think piece opinion articles. I currently write for Nerd Much. I have a YouTube channel. Um, I previously did a YouTube project with my friend Jess called Bit by Bit. So right now, my current stuff is going to be on Nerd Much on my YouTube, which is under the handle Game Onesis, which is spelled Game O N Y S U S. And my Twitter and Facebook is also Game Onesis. So you guys can follow me on there. Uh, I've dipped into a lot of different projects. I've done news stuff. I've done vlogs. I've done like. Nintendo Switch case reviews, so I'm kind of uh, have my feet in everything a little bit uh, related to games and especially Nintendo because I'm a huge, huge Switch fan. So that's kind of been uh, my life right now, mainly with uh, gaming. That's excellent. So I definitely want to welcome you to the show. It's great to have you. We always enjoy when we can get more perspectives and you know obviously we've seen your work around so we definitely wanted to have you on so welcome janet and i'm very excited because we have a really cool game that we're going to discuss with uh everyone today and that's brawl out now brawl out if you've seen it or um checked it out online or any of the videos it's basically a smash brothers clone thing and um it's super exciting because it's kind of filling that that hunger that we all have for something like that on the Switch right now. So we're gonna go ahead and discuss and kick it around. And I think the most important thing that we want everybody to hit on is uh, let people know if they should pick it up or kind of wait on it and pass. So uh, Clay, why don't you take it away? What do you, what do you got to say about Brawl Out? All right, well, uh, if, if you're looking for something to entertain yourself while you're listening to us talk, uh, you can make an easy drinking game uh, just drink every time we say the word Smash Bros. Uh, <laughs> so uh, obviously that's what everybody is comparing this to because this is a multiplayer, you know, battle, knock the person off the the edge or, you know, get their percentage up so that they're easier to, you know, knock off the side or whatever. And so there's a lot of parallels. There's a lot of things that are very similar. Um, 
But at the same time, there's a lot of things that they do differently, uh, things that they chose to kind of change up. But the first thing I want to hit on is kind of what visually pops for this game, what you see when you first start off. Because I was excited about this game, but really I had no idea what to expect as far as the characters, other than what you kind of see on the first image. And so uh, with this game, they decided to go with a kind of an animal character kind of style uh for the most part there's a couple non-animal characters um but i think the the animal idea was actually pretty brilliant i thought that it was a cool way to come up with something different because obviously smash bros has uh these characters that we've known and loved for, for many many years and so these guys are starting completely from you know scratch and so uh, having monkeys and lizards and, and all and birds and stuff i just think that was really cool so right off the bat i visually i think it, it's got something going for it what drove me crazy like when talking about the game like just getting my own notes was what makes smash brothers what it is and you know you go right away to the characters and i think that that's a huge part because the game makes some very interesting decisions and changes up the formula in certain ways to you know i guess i guess just to do it just to like see what they could add um to the game to kind of freshen the experience up and I was trying to think about, like, what elements could they not mess with? So I guess the characters are the key because when you're fighting in Smash, I mean, the thing that draws people is the the recognition of everyone that you're using, but also, like, the fun to it and the utility of knowing kind of what people are going to do. When I booted it up, just like Clay was saying, it was a little unexpected because it's like, okay, I, it's really important that I fall in love with the characters. And at first glance, I couldn't tell what each little animal guy was going to do. Some of the uh, story notes, the very light text in it, the dialogue between the characters pre-fight, tells you a little bit about their backstory, but disappointingly, you don't really know too much about them aside from how they look in their name and their moveset and the little that's uh, revealed there. So I would say that character-wise, things were a bit lacking, just not that I wasn't excited that it was something different like animals and their the powers that they had those are great but it does lack that that special oh i know who this person is um janet what did you think about the characters what are your thoughts about the roster that we got there getting in this, this game um yeah i really like the roster um i think yeah definitely what characterizes like you guys said smash is that it's not just a fighting game it's a fighting game with these characters that you will love and it's this idea of like wouldn't it be hilarious and goofy if they were all pitted against each other? And even though some of the characters are like less distinguished, I really love that the addition of characters from indie games in this, because this recently got, um, I don't know if it was just like an update or a patch, because I don't think it was originally in there, but we have uh, Juan from Guacamole and we have the guy from Hyper Life Drifter. So having those indie characters really helped make it feel like heartfelt for me because it was kind of like, oh, here's like somebody that I know. And it felt it does kind of give it that feel of um, like we've seen other kind of Smash clones where they just like throw in like, you know, random Sony characters or things like that. But I think the fact that they're indie games makes it, um, I don't know, a little bit more approachable to me or like welcoming or refreshing to have like indie characters enter um, a space that is usually reserved for like triple A really well-known characters. Um, so I really like that aspect of it and being able to see them in, you know, a different world in a different context and to like bring like them center stage, I thought was really cool. So I really enjoyed that aspect of it um, along with 
the way each of them has kind of their own special moveset that is like linked to who that character is. Um, and I thought like the animations really also helped kind of flesh out like uh, who the character is in terms of whether it's like a, kind of like a humanoid animal or whether it's like Juan having like the chicken or the hyper life drifter character. I'm not sure if he has a name because I actually haven't gotten to that game yet. Um, having like that like swooping sword power. So um, yeah, I thought it was like really well done in terms of not just what the lineup was, but how the lineup was presented and how it functioned. I think it was, it must have been a challenge for them to think about who to put in there as far as, okay, mm-hmm. we have a fresh slate, so we're not locked into what is what can Mario necessarily do or what could you know a character like Wario do in a game? Because that's kind of the way that I'm sure Nintendo had to approach that. But mm-hmm. with their new original characters, uh, it's kind of like, okay, what do we want it to be functionally? And I wonder which way that they you know work forward or backwards. And I agree that the indie characters... I believe are the most well thought out move sets because it feels like the moves really fit them. Um, mm-hmm. The Drifter is the name of the character from Hyper Light Drifter. I guess that's just what they named Makes him. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea he was from another game. I thought he was just an awesome character. Oh no, Hyper Light Drifter. <laughs> if you haven't played it, check it out. Um, yeah. And he he feels as far as you know playing him like just like Link um, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know Guacamole like. Uh, Juan is his name, right? Yeah, I believe so, so. When he does his lunge, he becomes the chicken, which is like, you know, a big part of that game. You know, it's, if you've played the game, uh, you can trans have this transform power uh, where you get small and become a chicken and like run around. It's going to play a big part in the sequel, uh, Guacamelee 2. And I think that those were those moments where I was like, whoa, this is so great. Uh, what did you think, David, about, you know, anything about the characters? What were your thoughts? Um, well, besides the Guacamole character, I didn't even realize anyone else was from another game. So I'm glad you guys brought that up because <laughs> that was one thing that I was going to kind of bring out about this game is that it is absolutely the best non-Smash Brothers game of this sort of genre I've ever played. But I know I was kind of feeling the same way as like, you know, the, are these characters as fun to play? You know, because what makes, you said, what makes Smash Brothers Smash Brothers? Is it is it the gameplay only or the characters? And the characters do play a big part, but I think that's definitely, you know, warm, make me warm up to it a little bit more, knowing that some of these people are from other games, and this series could potentially be a cool launching point to get all these small indie characters into a, a fighting game that plays like Smash Brothers. Because, you know, if they if they didn't do that, if they just did original, completely original characters, I think there's, you run into the problem of when Smash is on Switch, is anyone mm-hmm. going to pick this up again? Is this just a stopgap between, you know, when the next Smash game comes out? But I'm hoping that they add keep adding more characters and this kind of turns into like a thing where we can have, you know, indie character after indie character sort of joining the brawl. I think this you know, this game could have like a really sort of interesting future where it's lives side by side with Smash Brothers instead of getting completely replaced by it. If that makes any sense? Absolutely. I got definite Killer Instinct vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, just the way that fighting games are released these days, you really try to have a stream of content. Initially, there's only a very small roster. I want to say there's six originals and two guest characters. 
and right. three stages. So that's something mm-hmm. we could talk about probably a little more later when we get to some of the negatives. But when initially when you boot it up, I saw you know the store where you can unlock um, knockouts and like when you hit a character and score points by knocking them outside the purview of the the stage and to the edges you can change what that looks like which uh there was like a black hole option like a making money option Mm. all these things and fresh ideas there and then you're unlocking character skins and actually different brawlers which i'm not really sure are so different from the original roster please clear they're not they're literally the same characters they're just the unlockable characters or are the same characters but reskinned right right which I didn't is, know that until I read that, and then I looked at them, and I was like, "Yeah, that's right. They're literally, they just look a lot different, but it's the same move set, same character." Which yeah. is interesting. It's it, weird. It worries me a <laughs> yeah. little bit. I mean, why? Uh, and especially the stage um, selection. There being only three stages initially, and you having to complete objectives or do well at the game in order to earn uh, crystals or coins to unlock such things. It seems very scant, like very not too much there. Yeah. And I mean, the, go ahead, David. I, the, I think the game has been in like Steam early access for a long mm-hmm. time before it even came to oh, okay, good. Switch. And I think it's a pretty. I mean, it's obviously a pretty small team that's working on it, so I think it's a little bit more forgivable. And I'm just really impressed that they made it. The gameplay feels so good. Yeah, it's, I think it's kind of clear that they that they're just trying to you know get a gameplay co- hook in right away with little content so i think they kind of had to like you know get some stuff that's kind of just clones and stuff like that well let me let me say something sorry mm -hmm. dave i don't mean to cut you off um tony uh, replying to what you had to say with like unlocking levels and stuff if you stick to a specific character and you play them long enough you kind of level them up and then you unlock um certain things you get pinatas you get coins but then further down i noticed at least on some of them i don't know if it's all of them you unlock levels and so (laughs) i think that's neat because it encourages you to focus on a specific character or maybe oh i want this level and so i gotta go play with this character that i don't really Mm -hmm. care to play with because it's a porcupine and i don't really care about (laughs) porcupines and so i think it it does seem kind of like tied behind (laughs) things but at the same time, I think it encourages you to kind of branch out and play with characters you wouldn't necessarily play with. So I can see both sides of it. I, yeah. my, I'm sorry. My first thought was that I really enjoyed that there was something to do, that there was those unlockables. Because in Smash, you would unlock you know some trophies and things like that. And it was nice. But I felt like this initially having to play more to unlock things was going to give me like that carrot in the stick and give some long longevity to the game. Janet, what were your thoughts? I'm sorry, I cut you off. Um, no, you're good. Um, I think one thing that I would have liked to see cleaned up a little bit, and granted, I didn't like, I played a lot of the like local multiplayer, and then I did a little bit of stuff with the AI, and then I tried online, um, but I didn't do a lot of like trying to unlock the stuff yet because I just hadn't had time. But I feel like there's like a lot going on in terms of the interface and like what you can do as like a single player in the game, which could be good, but I think like the way it's set up is a little bit off-putting because there's like coins and then there's also gems and then there's also a pinata and then there's also like something else. And it's a little bit hard to completely navigate in a way that um, I'm not a big fan of. So I do like that 
there are things to unlock. I really like the character aspect of it and like this idea of leveling up a character because um, kind of like Clay said, right, it encourages you to branch out, but then it also like makes um, like every match feel meaningful, which I think is cool, um, especially as someone that plays a lot of local, local multiplayer and doesn't necessarily always do the campaign and fighting games. Like it's nice to be rewarded for that because I'm like, this is hours of my gameplay time and it's nice to like see that as something. Um, so even just in a few matches, I could see like the dial kind of moving up on my characters, which was really cool. Um, but yeah, I just wish it was a little bit more clear cut. I know a lot of games have kind of like daily challenges and like, you know, random things here and there, which um, I'm a big fan of. Like, I love that in like Rayman Legends and Origins and stuff. But I just wish it was a little bit more organized because as someone that got this game and kind of is just like, all right, how do I get the rest of these stages so I can just not really have to play it again and just do local and have all the stages? Um, it's like I had a hard time um, easily finding what the answer to that was. I'm sure if I just Googled it, it'd be pretty simple, but I feel like I shouldn't really have to do that. I just wish you could like maybe hover over and have it say like, what are my right. routes to getting this? Um, but yeah. I mean, Smash Brothers kind of does the same thing. Like they don't tell you how to get all the characters or stages. <laughs> I think there's like actually like, um, usually, well, I don't know. It's, I haven't played the um, modern Smash as extensively as I did um Melee or Melee or however you want to pronounce it, mm -hmm. but um, I know for like, you know, Smash on the GameCube, it would say you had like two or three options and like one was um, to do like literally like hundreds of thousands of like regular matches. And I'm like, I'm just going to go that route because I like, you know, just playing local. Right. Um, yeah. Or maybe like right. man Melee and stuff. So I just wish it was a little hmm. bit more like clear on how I could get the things because even Smash, at least... The old one for sure. I'm assuming the Wii U one as well, but I'm not positive, so don't quote me on that. Um, but yeah. So it's interesting in the era of microtransaction loot box mm -hmm. pushback that they went that route. I did get these kind of ugly vibes of where Destiny has the mult too many currencies things happening. So as you progress and you earn experience points, you're gaining coins, there's crystals, and then you can buy a what's in effect a loot a different kinds of loot boxes so there's three mm -hmm. types of pinatas with different either items brawlers or um little visual flares you could call it and you're right it was kind of confusing to me as well so i see a little destiny loot box in there i see a little mobile game microtransaction yeah. too many screen things in there it just feels like a product of a lot a meshing of a lot of things once mm -hmm. we spend more time with this maybe that will turn out to be well done maybe it won't I, I can't say that it's not well done at this time from spending just a couple days with it but you know it is interesting a lot of interesting decisions um clay speaking positively really quick i mean this is a smash brothers clone is it worth picking up like what is what's really great about the game if you could pick one thing that surprised you well to be honest the first day I played this game, I didn't much care for it, and uh, I was kind of nervous. Same. I was like, well, "Oh, okay, I dropped some, you know, decent amount of money. It wasn't too expensive, so I'd twenty dollars." Yeah, I think American. I think that's about right where I wanted would have wanted it to be. So I think any higher it would have been too much, especially with all these you know pinatas you can buy and stuff. <laughs> um, but after the first day, I think I started to enjoy it a lot more, and now. I actually, I really enjoy it. So, um, yeah, I guess I'm trying to think of what the main over positive thing would be, um, other than other than the character design. Um, 
I like that it has online play, even if it isn't great as of yet. Um, but at least out the gate, uh, unlike certain games, Cough Cough, uh, NBA Playgrounds, uh, it has mm, online. Don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> she likes it. I don't know why. I do. Uh, I appreciate that they at least <laughs> went for it. Um, and I think it, it still it needs some time. Um, so I don't know, dude. I, I'm trying to think of like the overall positive thing on it. I've got some nice negatives sitting here in my holster <laughs> ready to fire we'll off. We'll get there. Yeah. Clay yeah. Don't, we all, negative. don't we always? <laughs> um, oh, yeah. Well, let's go to you, David. So anything overwhelmingly positive that you can say about the game? Anything that surprised you? Any interesting decisions you think they made and changes to the formula that work? Um, I just, I think probably the, mo- the best thing about it I mean, it probably is the obvious thing, but just the fact that it plays so much like Smash without feeling janky and weird, but still keeping a little bit fresh. Like, I was expecting it to, to like, once I got into it, it just wasn't going to play. Like, I, it would feel weird being so used to Smash and that I just wouldn't like it. But I thought the fact that you can just kind of pick it up with the Smash skill set and it kind of transfers over and the things that they change don't really completely throw you off to the point where you feel like you're learning an entirely new game. Um, so, that's the biggest thing for me, and I don't know if, Can I go into any negatives or positives? <laughs> down, boy! Down! <laughs> Alright, give me one second. Alright, Janet, anything overwhelmingly positive that you'd like to say? Anything surprising? Yeah, um, I'll just kind of... Well, I definitely agree with what David said. That would have been mine, right? The how just You just can pick it up, and you don't have to, like, the point of entry is solo. Like, if you've played Smash, you can just jump right in. Um, but I hate when people just repeat. <laughs> so I'm going to try to think of something else. I think for me, um, what I really enjoy is these special movesets. So the way it works is um, you're fighting and you build up kind of a little meter um, as you get hits in. And then um, you click the top, um, all the top buttons like L, L, R, etc. And you can, like, activate your special. And then it's just kind of like um, like a little bit of, like, a power boost. And it's, like, a more powerful hit. And every special is different for every character. So I thought that was really cool because if we're thinking of what makes games like Smash and games that are in that fighting genre good, um, in addition to, you know, recognizable characters, um, ability to do casual or intensive combat, like in terms of, like, how, how hard it can be or how challenging or how skilled you can get. Um, the other thing that people, or at least for me, I like is kind of... The, I don't want to say gimmicky because it has a negative connotation, but for me, um, like, which competitive Smash players might get mad, but I like that there's items in Smash. Like, I don't yeah. always play with yeah, items. I do too. Depending on what I want to go for, right? Pokeballs if we're like, let's, on only. Yeah, oh, let's go yeah. hardcore. Or like, yeah, you put like Home 80 Pokeballs bats. in there. <laughs> exactly, right? Um, I really enjoy playing with items. Like, I almost always do, unless someone doesn't want to, and then I'm down to not do it. But, um, and this doesn't have that in there, which is kind of like the thing I kind of missed about Smash, like the craziness. Um, so the special kind of makes up for that for me. So that'd be like kind of my um, gem that no one's mentioned yet. Uh, it would be the special movesets. The combat in general, like to mix it up, people are talking about the combos that you can uh, execute. And with some simple button presses, a lot of them are just, you know, main attack, main attack, and then special. But you can juggle people a little bit more than you can in other games. That's something that I've seen people comment on online. And for them creating original characters and original special moves, um, they some of them are a little interesting. One creates like a sand uh, storm that kind of, or I guess it's quicksand, that's kind of like sucking down and pulling the player 
and keeping them stuck. And then another one is like uh, the monkey has this thing where you kind of like the scorpions like get over here and like you can bring them closer oh, the to weird you. Chain? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he has like this whip thing that he's whipping around. So there are some interesting decisions there. I think that in seeing some of the cool things that were done, it makes me wonder about where Smash Brothers could go if they kind of got outside the box and let the characters branch out. And Mario always gets a pass because he has so many games he can kind of pull from, but a lot of other characters are again stuck in this moveset. So mm -hmm. a lot of interesting decisions there. The rage meter that you know you were talking about, Janet, is interesting. Uh, I felt like you know anything new that was happening was generally a good decision and you know but they also stuck to the formula enough where they're like okay let's stick with what works so characters fighting let's get to the negatives because if i don't i know like clay is gonna lose it so clay again we don't have too much time but what are some of the main negatives all right so i'm gonna say my negatives and then i'm just gonna kind of give my final thoughts as well just all together cool. um there's a slight frame rate skip that i'm noticing yeah. uh it's kind of weird, and I'm tr it's it's an isolated thing, but I don't fully know how it works. Uh, the online is super rough. Uh, I played two matches where it was just completely lagging. I don't know if it was me or the other side, because it is peer-to-peer. -peer, so if one person has bad internet, y you both do, basically. Um, <laughs> and so that needs some work. Uh, the load times are extremely rough. The first match I ever got into, it just... Uh, infinitely loaded it never loaded my match and I eventually had to reset uh, so just little things like that that they can fix uh, other than that um, those were really the only kind of big negative negatives I had um, I also wanted to mention I like that they have daily objectives I think that's kind of cool it's a nice thing to bring you back in every day uh, overall my last thought is I would wait if you haven't bought this and you're on the fence wait until January when we supposedly will have another Nintendo Direct if you don't hear anything about Smash then I would buy this game because at that point they'll have some of this stuff figured out and at that point I think the game will be probably in a much better state and play some. I think it would be awesome. That sounds good. I think that's really good advice and I think Smash is going to be an E3 reveal or probably. Nintendo Treehouse yeah. around E3 just so you know. But at least you'll know you have like, <laughs> uh, like close to a year to play this before you're going to see a Smash game. So David, give me some, give me a list. Just give me a couple things. Just go, <laughs> we're going to have to get um, in. I mean, a lot some? of it I've kind of I think it's kind of been talked about already. A lot, of, a lot of the stuff that Clay said that it feels a little, feels a little beta for yeah, uh, a game that's released right away, and um, there's definitely a very sort of mobile game feel that kind of gets under my skin a little bit, just with some of the choices they made, with the model they went for, and all that. And, but I mean, it doesn't play like one, but it still sort of gives you that vibe a little bit. And but the biggest thing I think you know is what Clay said with about maybe waiting for E3 is that I think really the, right now I see a lot of potential in this game for like indie characters and stuff and you know improving like, I see no reason to play this when there's if you have any ex access to Smash unless you really want to play <laughs> Smash Portable like mm. if you're planning if you use Portable a lot and you really want Smash now I would say you know, you know go ahead pick it up it's 20 bucks but if you're if you're primarily a docked player and you already have it for like Wii U or or GameCube or something, I, I couldn't really see this being better than any of the previous Smash releases, especially with the lack of of the insanity with the items and stuff that I really enjoy. It, it feels to me more like this is this was 
originally a PC release, and this is geared to the people who wanted the gameplay of Smash that didn't own a Nintendo console, and it does a really good job, I think, of providing that for people. And I hope they keep improving it so that it can become a side-by-side -side competitor with Smash, but I feel right now it feels a little bit redundant if you have any other access to the series. I agree with you that it feels like a little bit like it's not cooked all the way and right. <laughs> some of the efforts not there in the like the minutia like there's no intro cinematic there's not mm. a real true campaign and single player you're having very quick text conversations that are laughably simple and don't really give enough of the backstory if i'm supposed to care about the characters in any way they're not doing anything to make that really happen um and as far as how it feels I feel like once you get off the stage, it's a little harder uh, and not as intuitive to try to get back mm -hmm. onto the stage yeah, before dying. I've actually mm, set up AI really matches and, sh and watched AI try to get back to the stage and have basically seen that it's not as easy and intuitive as it would be in Smash, which kind of tells me, okay, this is just a different game and you're going to have to really focus on beating up the character and that's really where everything's about not so much getting back to the edge uh when you trying to float back because you don't really float you kind of sink like a stone so it's there's not good music the the very limited number of stages that are there are kind of lifeless as well and again the unlock system starting with such few characters i just feel like if there were 20 characters in this because we're used to big rosters and smash lately that that's the way that we should go um mm -hmm. janet what are your thoughts your final thoughts um yeah so i guess adding in a couple any negatives that haven't been mentioned um i guess of the things that have already been mentioned or like i also ran those issues especially the like lag on online play like online's basically unplayable i know it's like nice that they tried but like currently i'm sure they can patch that but like i did one online match maybe two and it was literally like you were fighting in slow motion. And it was very awkward because both myself and my opponent picked Drifter from Hyper Light Drifter. So we're both like, and he's a very quick character, but he was like slowly moving. And I was like slowly moving. To, it was just felt very weird. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and say, so like kind of to link it back to your comment, Antonio, with the it feels undercooked or like not completely done. I feel like I can agree with that and, and see that criticism, but I feel like it's undercooked in the way that you can underbake cookies. They're not really made all the way, but they still taste kind of good because it's like <laughs> you're basically in cookie dough. That's what Brawl Out is. Um, and I know this because I cannot bake cookies and they always come out like cookie dough, but they're still decent. Like you can eat it. It's not bad. It's like pretty good in a weird way. Uh, that's Brawl Out. So I would recommend it for... If you're like me and you're too lazy to get your Wii U out of the closet because you put it away and it's got a lot like that, that has that big brick and you're like, I don't want right. to do it. Yeah. yeah. So um, if you're like that, if you're also um, like me and have a proclivity to kind of get a little uh, impulse buy on the eShop, you're like, I kind of just want another game to check out and oh, this seems all right. Like, and you don't want it, and you just hope that it doesn't suck. Um, and that's kind of what you're shopping for. I think Brawl Out's definitely a game you can pick up. I think it's also a really good game if, you know, you like that fighting genre, you don't feel like necessarily having to wait for Switch, um, Smash to come to Switch. Um, you know, it's a low entry point financially. $20 is fairly reasonable. It's not, like, amazing in terms of eShop deals, but it's respectable. Um, and if you have people to play local with, that's my big thing. I think if I lived alone or lived with people that didn't like playing video games, I probably wouldn't get it because I don't get 
a lot of joy facing an AI personally in a fighting game. Like I get joy from local. Um, and I played local and it was really fun. Um, I mean, I was a bit better than the person I was playing with, so that was a little awkward and didn't match up completely. Sorry, Edwin. Um, but I also brought it to um, the high school I work at um, for some of my students, like my middle schoolers and my freshmen, stuff like that. And I was like, oh, by the way, I have this game Brawl Out. It's like kind of like Smash, but like different. And they like loved it. They were like yelling and like, you know, so I think too, if you have like kids or you just kind of want a fun, cheap game to like play with people, um, I will say it's not like quite as must have as some of the other $20 games you can get on the eShop. But if you're down for just like, you know, this type of game and you're cool with the price and you're too lazy to get out with your Wii U and you don't really feel like playing Smash for like the 80th time because you've owned it on Wii U and on 3DS, right? <laughs> then though you're going to buy it again for Switch anyway, then I think, yeah, I would, I would recommend this. I would say this is not like, it's not a bad game. It's enjoyable. It's fun. Uh, it's not mind-blowing or a must-have, but it's worth picking up, I would say. I absolutely agree. That was very well said. Janet, Thanks. thank you so much for joining us on this episode of Switch Talk. Everyone out there, enjoy your Christmas, your holidays, your Hanukkahs. Is Hanukkah over? I don't know. And I, know. <laughs> I really appreciate each and every one of you listening. We'll see you in 2018, everyone. Bye. I'm going to go eat some cookies. 